Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, how to build a better life. This is the podcast that seeks to inspire you to take control of your mind, take control of your mindset, go forward and build that life that you so deserve to live. Today's episode is the third and final installment in our series on making mindfulness useful and usable by you. So you'll know that in the first episode, we previewed those three questions, those three checkpoints. We began to define mindfulness, at least from my point of view. In the second episode, we delved into those first two questions, those first two checkpoints, those questions that you can ask yourself at any point in your day if you need to sort of recenter, de-stress, come home, check in at the checkpoint with yourself. Of course, those questions were, am I living in the present? Am I focused on the present? And am I thinking and acting in unison? And so because those are fairly similar, we put those together in one episode. Today, our final installment in this series, we're going to talk about that third checkpoint, that third question that you can ask. And that is quite simply, am I practicing self-control? So the majority of these episodes were recorded kind of in one shot and I've now broken them out. So uh, this will feel a little bit like we're joining my stream of consciousness already in progress, but let me just preface it by saying this is the third and final checkpoint. And to me, it is the most rewarding part of mindfulness. You know, so much of our um, negativity, setback, failings, shortcomings in life come, I believe at least, because we were obsessed with things that we could not control, because we believed certain things should be one way, ought to be a certain way, and they were not. And it was our reaction to things that made it worse, right? It was our reaction to things, our belief about things that didn't line up, that contributed to a negative emotion, sadness, anger, bitterness. And so we have as humans this this desire, this need, right? This egotistical, if you will, need to control things. For things to be the way we believe they should be. I really think that mindfulness becomes an invitation, a project for us to say, okay, I really want to have control over things. And it may take a lifetime to draw a line between what is under our control and what is out of our control. But I can certainly say to you, when it comes to what is in our control, our self is in and under our control. And that's what this episode is about. Physically, talking about posture, talking about breathing, talking about observing what it is we're thinking and how our thoughts may be leading us astray and may be leading us into negativity. So let's jump in. It's only about six or seven minutes. We'll join this stream of consciousness already in progress. Thank you so much for listening. Let's go forward now and talk a little bit about self-control. So now if you're like, like me, you're wondering, well, okay, I seem to be spending a lot of time unfocused, living mindlessly, living unmindfully. And that in fact might be the root of a lot of your problems. It was the root of a lot of my problems. I thought myself and distracted myself into a worse off condition than I needed to be in. The obvious question then is, well, what the hell can I do about it? The answer is right in the title of this show, practice self-control. That's right. Our third mindfulness checkpoint, that third question we can ask ourselves, am I practicing self-control? I had to, and maybe you have to too, take control of the one thing that you can control. Remember, 
all these negative thoughts about what has happened, what may happen, what other people think, some hypothetical that will never come to be. You have no control over that. The invitation with mindfulness is to realize what you're thinking. And then for me, take control of the things that you can control. Why surrender self-control to that unfocused, distracted way of life where we're no longer controlling ourselves and how we feel? Why surrender self-control when you don't have to? It may be the last thing we have. If you're not in control of yourself, who is? So let's go back to that example from before about commuting to work, getting to where we need to go. Whether you're driving or you're taking transit or you're walking, it is a great, great time to practice mindfulness in your life. We talked about those first two questions to ask. Let's talk about this third one. To me, self-control truly, truly begins with the breath. And I'm, I'm not perfect with it. Good, solid, beneficial breathing begins from the diaphragm where we pull at the level of the diaphragm. Air comes in through the nose. We allow our back and sides and chest to expand. We push with the diaphragm out. It was explained to me, and I'm no scientist, that this controlled, deep diaphragmatic breathing improves the tone of our vagus nerve, one of the biggest and longest and most important nerves in the body. What does it mean for you? When we control our breath, we control our state of mind. We control our well-being. Deep diaphragmatic breath equals self-control, equals a better life immediately. When we take control of our nervous system in that way, we can now begin to control our emotions and our distraction and our unfocused thoughts. We clear the way now to begin thinking about the present and what we're doing. To me, following breath comes posture. Now, posture is something that certainly deserves its own episode. Posture is something that I really, really need to work on in a big way. But suffice it to say, shoulders back, chin up, mouth closed, tongue on the roof of the mouth, is a great way to start. Come up out of your waist, out of your hips, lift your sternum, don't slouch, don't round in because that tells your body that there's something wrong, you're wilting. There's a lot more to say about posture, but I think intuitively we know good posture. And for many of us, good posture hurts because we're not well-practiced enough. So self-control certainly begins with taking control of your breath and your posture. I think you will find an immediate uptick in well-being whenever you can manage to do that. I know I do. And what I've come to find is that when we keep that steady breathing and that attention to our posture as best we can, there really is not a lot of mental horsepower left to think about anything else. You know, it's a lot of work to breathe and stay upright. And we focus on that. Good things can happen. I really do believe that. And so posture and breathing, as I said, clear the way. They clear the mind then to almost go back to those next two questions. Am I focused on the present? And am I thinking and acting in unison? I really believe that by using these three checkpoints, you can improve your well-being instantly. And isn't that what we're all looking for? Isn't that why we all reach for the self-medication, whatever that is, chocolate, food, <laughs> wine, rice? I, I mean, any number of things make us feel good. Internet gambling, watching sports on TV and yelling at the referee. We're searching for a way to feel good. We're searching for freedom. And I'm not here to judge anybody for what they do. I still have my vices that I'm working out. But I want to say to you that mindfulness is a tool that we can use to free ourselves and to truly feel better immediately. Come to the present. 
imagine and understand and feel the sensations of being. Think about what it is you're doing and realize how many thoughts you have that are not related to anything that you're doing or anything that may even be real. And then come home to the body and take control. Control the breath. Control the posture. Clear the way to begin to feel good. To begin to simplify. To begin to realize how so much of your stress and negativity does come from your thoughts. And sure, there are things in life that need to be dealt with. Sure, there are awful, terrible, horrible things. It's not to say that. But we can't deal with that if we're dealing with a bunch of other things at once that aren't even real and if we're going through life out of control. This is not about running from those problems. This is about becoming somebody who can take on what it means to live a life because we're in control of ourselves and we're here presently and engaged. I really want to thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Please, if this content is helpful, any engagement that you can give is, is worthwhile. A comment, a subscription, a review. You can get in touch with me on Facebook, on Instagram. Would love to hear from you. We're going to keep on going forward. We've got more to say on mindfulness coming up right away. But until then, say it with me now. Better is possible. <laughs> <laughs>